1: Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
0: And Samantha. And welcome to Stephon Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: Yes, and happy Monday, everyone. If you're listening to this on a Monday when it's released, if not, happy day.
0: (laughs) Happy day to you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we are back with a bit of rest and vacation time that we just had, which was lovely. Mm -hmm. Annie,
0: what did you do? I got to go on my annual beach trip with my very close friends that I've had since I was in um elementary school. And we participated in our own Olympics and they were a delight. And I came in third and I think I was robbed, but that's all right. Oh, third, not even second. I can't oh Samantha, <laughs> I don't need you <laughs> rubbing it in. I had a very I my start was bad of the day, I'll admit. At a very poor performance in the balancing dice act, terrible. <laughs> oh no, you're kind of shaky. That makes sense. In my raft race, I did really well, and uh, oh, and the putting out the candles with the uh, water gun, top notch, gold medal for me. <laughs>
1: that's uh, that's pretty smart. Although there could be probably disadvantages if it's windy.
0: Yeah, we had to find a very strategic
1: place (laughs) to do that one. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, and we just spent time with uh, family, and Peaches got to swim a lot, so it was delightful. Uh, Yes, and if you've never seen Peaches swim, you should go see my Instagram because it's quite cute, and I love it. And we had to buy her little (laughs) booties
0: so that uh she didn't
1: rough up her paws because the bottom of the swimming pool is pretty rough. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I have pictures of my dog swimming in booties just so you know. (laughs) And you know what? Let's just be honest. I think everyone is in dire need of rest, especially from the past several years. And just overall, uh, there's been so much conversation of how taking a rest is often discouraged or seen as weak. But that's a whole other episode. And we're not going to talk about that today, but we do want to talk about what many have been experiencing for a while now, which is collected trauma. And we're going to go a little broader than that because uh, as we were researching it, not too much research is coming about how it affects women specifically, and I'm sure it's coming around. Don't get me wrong. But again, we did want to see a little bit about the definition and just let you know that all that anxiety and that trauma that you feel is legitimate. And there's a reason for it. Um, And we spoke about it briefly in other episodes, especially when we did our trauma series when I first started on. And I think it's really Mm -hmm. important that we talk about it more because, A, we need to destigmatize any kind of mental health conversations in general and just talk about why it's broader than we think and also just about how it does take a toll as a public health crisis. And we don't do that enough. So for me, who has been in my field in a long time, I am an advocate a strong advocate in making sure that we are addressing these things and being able to recognize it. So, yeah, but we did, again, like I said, I want to take a little bit of a deeper look and just a little bit of a reminder of what it is, as well as uh, just, just so you realize, we're not going to go in-depth about any specific situations that could cause trauma or that does cause anxiety, but we are going to kind of mention some of the past things that could bring on this
0: type of collective trauma. Just to let you know. Yeah, So, to begin with, what is collective trauma? According to Psychology Today, collective trauma refers to, quote, "...the impact of a traumatic experience that affects and involves entire groups of people, communities, or societies." And it is something that can have consequences within these communities. It can affect relationships, policies, and even governmental processes. It can change how a society functions or even operates, and may even change what is considered to be the social norm." And a bit more in depth, collective trauma is, quote, a response that can follow a variety of traumatic experiences. And this includes things like wars, natural disasters, pandemics, systemic and historical oppression, and mass shootings, and other events. And though it may be felt collectively, the experiences vary for each individual, and the pandemic has been something that has clearly shown the good and bad of these responses. Right. And with the continued
1: stories of sexual violence and trauma, as we're hearing more and more stories and or people are actually coming out and fighting against those who are abusers, uh, women have continued to have layered effects of collective trauma within the last years. But it isn't just the collective trauma that continues to weigh many people down who have been affected by these stories and situations, but... It's also the vicarious trauma, which is hearing all these stories that are way too familiar with, especially when it comes to sexual assault, harassment, violence, and abuse. So vicarious trauma is just being able to relate through something yeah. else someone else has gone through. Um, and I know we've talked about that during the Kavanaugh hearing. And we're talking about it again as the FBI has now shown reports that they did not handle the cases and or incident reports to any actual investigation. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of re-bringing it up some of the things especially with uh, Dr. Ford coming back out saying they they completely mishandled this and I didn't get the justice that I deserved uh, and she was completely right and it is this level of being physiologically linked by experiencing these emotions anxieties and traumas of others which is often a layer of the collective trauma that continues when larger vicarious traumatic situations occur it's a lot y'all but what's more is the depth of how the patriarchal structures that becomes the platform of why women and non-binary people are suffering from the depth of collective trauma and while we're talking about the effects of the patriarch, apparently, there is a thing called the patriarchal stress disorder. It's fairly new. It's just recently coined. And yes, we are definitely coming back to this in a different episode. So look out for it.
0: Yes. But within these layers, we have to look at the intersectionality of the continued piling on of trauma that causes overwhelming crises within different communities. As the police violence against the Black community and BIPOC continue, we watch as the world keeps inflicting a level of suffering in a power play for white supremacy with seemingly little to no justice to be seen. The small victories of justice are sometimes smeared by victim-blaming tactics that are often used against those who aren't here to defend themselves, and it's not new, but it is a reason for us to see this as a public health crisis. Collected trauma, vicarious trauma, and racial trauma, which is what is happening for the communities that keep having to scream Black Lives Matter and being pushed against and persecuted, are all a crisis that needs to be addressed and seen as a public health crisis, which will continue to affect those who aren't able to process or get any type of intervention or access to any type of health care. Right. So when we're talking about these different levels, and it gets bigger
1: and bigger, we know this. And when looking at, again, how we're talking about intersectionality here and why it was point, this is the very reason. There is a deeper meaning of why this is so dangerous to so many people, but who it affects and who it affects more. And I think we have to keep talking about it. and We need to address it, And we need to look at it as a public health crisis, including gun violence. When we talk about like collective trauma for those who've experienced mass shootings, that's a big play into that collective trauma. But no one is willing to see this as a public health crisis Although the CDC finally came out, we're like, yes, this needs to be addressed. We need to study it. And there's been a lot of pushback. We know this with the NRA saying, nah, we're cool. Right. So that's one of the big things. And yes, it is political. This type of level of conversation is political, but needs to be pushed to a bigger, broader stroke about healthcare and mental health issues. So, so many things. And yes, and there's a lot to be researched, and it's probably being studied, especially as the current crisis is still ongoing. Hello, Delta variant. And many are grieving over so much loss and difficulties that have been affecting so many. But as stated in Psychology Today, quote, grieving takes time. Grieving for a collected trauma takes time, organization, and vision. Understanding how to respect the grieving process and foster the sense of hope is the first step of organizing and rebuilding community. There's both a need to respectfully acknowledge the ongoing burden of living without loved ones or the familiar ways of life and to thoughtfully foster new ways of building on the communal strength of the survivors. And it's such a beautiful statement and beautiful idea. And yes, this is what we need to do. But the underlying reasons for all of these types of trauma is what needs to be talked about first. And I think... We're barely there, obviously. We keep having to rerun these conversations on a Mm -hmm. constant basis, unfortunately. Um, And until we can actually come to a point of understanding that there's so much more to bringing strength to the survivors. And again, part of that is us being advocates and allies for those who are seemingly drowning in Mm -hmm. collective, vicarious, and racial traumas.
0: Yes, yes. So... Obviously a lot more for us to talk about and I'm sure we'll return in a future episode. We hope all of you listeners are well out there and we always love hearing from you. If you would like to contact us, you can or email us stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stuff Home Never Told You or on Twitter at momstuffpodcast. Podcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.